New perspective. Perspective. That's a shift yeah. in perspective you have. New perspective. That's the new perspective. Welcome back to the new perspective. How are you doing, John? Are you ready to record? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to hear. I'm so excited to have you on. Like I, I'm so glad that I met you. I feel like you would be a perfect person to have on. And just before we get started, I wanted to mention that I just created a Patreon. So if you'd like to get access to bloopers and my discord server with everyone that i have recorded with so far shout outs on the podcast and my other social medias i would greatly appreciate the support the link is in the description my most recent podcast had a lot of funny moments that are now going to be in the patreon as well like honestly an hour of it got cut out because like it was good but it was just mostly bloopers. It, they were absolutely hilarious. But there's going to be a lot of content <laughs> coming out on the Patreon. So it'll be really cool to check that out. And yeah, if you get anything out of listening to this, I will say just send it to a friend. Or tell somebody about it, right? Like the topics that we talk about on my podcast are not spoken about enough, right? So share it and you can raise the consciousness of humanity all right let's jump into it after the boring intro that everybody skips through <laughs> love the uh vision and you know, what you're what you're doing for people yeah thank you i mean my whole uh vision for this is just to share what i wish i would have known right like there's so much information that you know people have to like pay for or go to like therapists for or you know learn by like buying classes or whatever but like the internet is beautiful because it's just free information right here just a perspective right just passing on what i have learned throughout mm -hmm. my journey you know yeah well john so what i wanted to ask you first was like what first got you into like psychology at an early age i was always interested in like figuring out like how people like actually you know, think why they do things um i just always had an interest in it plus I had a little bit more i guess motivation because i always felt like i was kind of kind of a loner because like you know i had that of understanding having not done that research yet and uh you know since having done that research you know, i've been extremely beneficial extremely helped me myself onto the path that i actually wanted to be on since i've you know understood myself more um i've been able to you know like plug all these things in and also help other people that have the same um struggle mm -hmm yeah exactly like you don't really realize it when you're first starting out on your own personal like growth journey but you're going to be able to help so many more people just by learning more about yourself you know by learning about yourself you 
learn about everyone else at the same time and you can just be a healer to everyone like was your intention just to mostly like go on self-improvement and like work on yourself or was it just for helping others so uh me personally i'm well see for anyone uh i guess aware of like like the D D alignments or whatever i'd feel like i am a chaotic good person like i always try to do the right thing but it kind of has like a selfish bend to it i don't know so it's like oh, to meet that like selfish desire but then you know help meet like the desires of other at the same time because like yeah, everyone yeah. is connected and so like if you're helping yourself you are helping others because mm-hmm. they can learn from you pretty much immediately as you're doing the things that you Mm. strove to do or yeah i think you know i wouldn't call it necessarily a selfish thing you know healing yourself or going on your own journey is always a beautiful thing and you don't realize it but you are setting an example for others right by you just being who you are and being a healed or not healed but like um there's a better version of you right now that you have gone on this journey right you are an example for others people are like oh look at them they can do it i can do it too it's a beautiful thing and yeah never think that anything that you're doing like that is selfish because it is honestly making a difference and people can feel it that's what i love about it like okay i was talking to my not right and i was like just trying to like figure out some more things about you so we said that you kind of had like your own philosophy is that correct or what did he mean by that god um okay so my (laughs) (laughs) my own philosophy that's that's a um interesting way to put it yeah so i um put three systems that I spent 10 years on learning about, like put them together, took like a bunch of things that would normally be considered pseudosciences and then uh, I tested them against like reality. Like, does this seem like this, you know, actually works? So the, okay, this would be like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of like MBTI. Uh, I, I know a lot of people have heard of astrology, but I don't, the same way like i go by like the behaviors and the themselves instead of like you're born on a certain day so you're like you're this sign and i think like mm-hmm. the sun sign is more like the situation you're currently in and that's why everybody feels like they can relate to every sign um but yeah and then the other system it would be the enneagram so the mbti is based enneagram? off yeah yeah so the Enneagram, Enneagram means nine. And it's uh, it's like it's based off of nine different core fears that you have and like how you go about. Wow. Yeah. Um, basically, like people have that and then they'll have like a tri-type for their thoughts, um, actions and their things. And what I found from testing it was if you align that with the MBTI type, you'll find people that even have like strikingly similar physical features like uh, i've been able to like uh do what? like wow this is interesting okay continue 
like um, celebrity examples or something like that. Like I had a couple, one friend that was like basically Drake Bell in a different life, I guess. I don't know, like and another friend that was basically Joel McHale. Hold on, hold on. This is, whoa. So what did you say? This is like NBT. What did you say? Like I and what was that? Where that you said? Right. Okay. So yeah, the MBTI is. Um, yeah. What is that? So I'm sure like everybody's heard of like introversion, extroversion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, the psychologist that came up with those terms, um, Catherine Myers and Isabel Briggs, uh, took. Oh. Oh, the Myers Briggs thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It took what he discovered and kind of made a more. Um, uh what's the nice way of saying watered down version <laughs> uh like you know for mm. yeah and uh like basically ruined a lot of what he was actually trying to like get across with, with the system and that's why like it's usually considered like a pseudoscience is because it's like one is actually like an introvert or an extrovert only or whatever like mm-hmm. Like every, it, it would actually be more like accurate to say the people that come off as introverts are actually the extroverts, and the people that come off as um, extroverts are actually the introverts because oh. hmm. because the people that um, reflect on stuff a lot it's inside themselves. When they get around other people, they want to like blast it out. If someone um, takes in a lot, what's going on around them usually? Then when they get around people, they usually get like overwhelmed that's when like they'll end up coming off introverted because they're noticing so much of what's going on outside of them so it's it makes them want to like back off or whatever like the rest of that system let's see well let's see basically there's like eight cognitive functions which is like functions that your brain does that to process information and they happen in a certain pattern there's 16 types that actually work off of those patterns and then uh, the chart they usually use for astrology, basically what I've done is I've taken those and uh, like been able to overlay them onto the chart able to show how someone would process information all the way through their whole like current growth cycle up to um, as far as they could technically uh, grow up to apotheosis but in, like Christianity would be like you know the resurrection but for a person like like uh, at, which I'm not Christian by the way but you know for people that are when like you know Jesus rose from the dead if you took that and tried to apply it you know, like onto, like when you get saved it's you know like a new game plus when you uh, finish all the cycles then you like can take all that information and go through all those different stages again and see like what got missed in processing like what you process and like building it into its own like uh, foundations for being able to approach different reapproach those same areas of your life but from looking at it from a holistic perspective like so are you trying to like line up astrology with like the myers briggs like are you trying to see the connections or like how how do those really are intertwine so i spent like basically about like four or five of the years trying to look for the um 
like you know is an ESTP usually more of a cancer or is like an INFP uh, or like an Aquarius or something like that and the truth is any MBTI type can be any sign it's like uh, there's no you know, one being more than the other other than just like mm-hmm. happenstance it's you know it wouldn't be like if you had these traits you know they kind of just have like a different uh, flavor to them as that sign instead of like um being like if you're that type you're usually this sign or anything like that um so they don't line up like there really isn't a correlation you found yeah you you superimpose it basically because like anyone like you know type i'm an intp i could be you know there could be an aries intp a taurus gemini cancer all the way to pisces like Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the way it um, overlays onto it is there's an algorithm that I made uh, for, like, switching the letters out, basically, which uh, it usually, um, like, the clients I've had, it usually takes, like, you know, several months to really um, get that memorized or whatever. So, but, you know, the algorithm is basically, like, when you go from like the first area of life, which is like how you come off. So like as an INTP, someone usually comes off like they're in their head a lot, making their own systems, connecting uh, different dots and concepts, and you know trying to work towards um, expressing what I've seen because it really would be the ESFP or whatever that's behind that. So it's like I come off like I'm in my head because I'm paying attention to everything that's happening with my senses. That's how it'll, it ends up working like that. And then um, how I set up doing like my coaching people through it is like the different um, stages. I separate them as like days because it's like you go around the chart. It's like a circular chart and you're like in the middle. It's like the earth or whatever's in the center and like the planets are supposed to like rotate around it. But instead of like like the planet has to stay there i see it as like that's like an aspect of yourself so you can move it basically each one of these revolutions around the chart is like a day like the sun rising and setting but with different planets which is the different aspects of yourself so you're talking about like the astrology chart like the circle that has like everything and okay yeah see i've learned like a bit about that like and don't they line up? And that's where you get terms of like age of Aquarius, age of this, just because of like the constellation or whatever that's like lining up for that specific period. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And with that, they would say the astrologers usually say that we just came out of the age of Pisces and we're going into the age of Aquarius. Um, I believe we're actually more in the age of Capricorn. Because um not because again i don't go by where the stuff is positioned i go by like what's actually happening and just what's happening like in the world yeah so like capricorn is the sign that has to do with like status and authority and like your rank and like you know position and it's just like how in versus like aquarius would be like when we're all on the same page like we have humanitarian efforts and then pisces would be like 
a picture of everybody's imagination being incorporated. So we're not yet, we're not there yet, you don't think? We're not in that. Yeah, we're definitely not. Hmm, That is interesting. Like, what makes you think that this is so real? Because, I mean, for a lot of people, like, they might think, oh, this is weird or it doesn't really make sense. So, like, what makes you think that these different ages or actually have an impact, you know, on the world and what's going on? Okay, so I have to answer that from two different sides. On one side, side, you've got the effect that, like, astrologers can create by working together by saying that, like, this is the certain movement that's, you know, Jupiter's in Taurus right now or something like that. A bunch of astrologers make videos about Jupiter being a Taurus, and then that's the type of information they talk about. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on. I, I think it's more like, um, okay, so there's a pattern. I would describe uh, the way the pattern plays out. It's kind of like like building a fire. I see this, like, this sequence pretty much always happens with developing anything. Um, okay, so, like, like, first you have the spark to do something. You're like, I'm going to go do this. And, like, yeah, or it'd be like, I'm going to go make a fire. And then, like, Taurus is like, I need sticks for the fire. <laughs> and Gemini, yeah. and then Gemini's like, grab the sticks. <laughs> okay. And then Cancer's like, this is where the sticks go. Virgo's like, okay. Then uh, these are the sticks that need to be, like, in these places for the fire to end up like working. And we're gonna like make sure these are the right sticks or whatever. Like, so it's just like stages of progression. Pretty much, or... yeah. Okay, like, okay. So, and um, uh, it, and you'll notice, like, with pretty much everything that ever like happens ever, like it'll go through these same stages, and like that's for me the proof of, you know, why it's relevant to pay attention to these these signs and like using this, like, and then I have to address that too. Like when I say prediction, like you can kind of predict what's going to happen next, but it's in a sense where it's like. Um, like a psychic, the reason that they can give you a prediction is because they've already set up psychic uh, area. Like they've got the crystal ball and then they've learned the facts about how people are going to respond and like their thoughts and like what they're saying the vision's going to be. Like they've learned what the dream dictionary terms are and everything, like to then, you know, make this prediction. It's because they have the facts reason that uh like the way you can actually tell what's going to happen is more of like you're approaching it like a supervisor or you're trying to look at like or you you see everybody's perspective because you organized like for each person to be doing each task and everything so you already know end up doing like because they're you've already ordered it or whatever so like person that's just like facts about something it's like oh well this is going to happen because this is what happens every time, you know, is going to be the same person that has the most accurate, like, so if they, you know, super got super enlightened, that will be their, uh, a talent or ability. So then it would be learning, you know, facts about all of reality. And oh, well, this is probably what's going to happen with the universe because, you know, this is, you know, how the universe works. So, so you're just kind of predicting it just based off of, how events have happened in 
maybe the past or this is just how the natural progression of evolution is yeah basically okay i mean i think it's i mean it does make sense there is probably a cycle to things there is probably a natural like you know revolution phase like an opposing opinion phase you know new beginning restart you know our universe definitely works in patterns and there's cycles to everything so that does make sense and uh, yeah, yeah just to, just to finish that cycle like the last three would be like yeah capricorn would be like when you're figure out who's going to be the person in charge of the fire then aquarius is when you get incorporate the different perspectives that each person had about the fire and then Pisces would be like big picture imagination of that everybody thought about including in the fire to begin with actually happening okay so do you think so each one has like a specific role it's not just like random or what's you know this is just how it is let's see how it'll be but like each age has like a specific role and do you feel like pisces is like the end of it the conclusion or like the end goal yeah it's the end goal and then you you know incorporate everything yeah you incorporate everything again and then like you you're carrying all that with you i don't know it's nice to keep an open mind about these things i'm always interested in hearing about it like and this works on like a different calendar right it's like um isn't it like the whole different ages it's like a bit separate from just the average year right okay so on that regard like so the way i see it is the way it moves from one age to the next is just like when everybody gets their when everybody gets their shit together for that sign that's when I feel like uh, it moves on to the next age, pretty much. Like, I don't think it's like necessarily like on a time necessarily always, because like you know we have free will, you know, and we can decide like what we're gonna, what everybody's gonna end up doing. You know, which I, I should clarify that too. So yeah, my religion, I'm technically I'm Eatsist, like Dutch religion. Like eats means something. Uh, Dutch. It's basically like the opposite of agnosticism. Uh, like, oh, uh, the opposite of agnostic. So, what is that exactly? Being agnostic is when like you're not sure, it's like a higher power or like anything, you know, or if we're just here or whatever, and like kind of just a questioning. Not so. Eatsism is like I know that there's something. I just wouldn't be able to describe it because it's transcendent of. If this thing has already, you know, has created all this, these rules and everything, then I wouldn't really be able to do it justice with words anyway. So, like, you know, it's just there's something, it's doing its thing, and yeah, like, <laughs> it's pretty okay. much... Yeah. Okay, there's something, you're not too sure what it is, but yeah. Yeah. I like that, I like that. Maybe yeah. I could yeah. fall into that category as well. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, interesting. Like, I I don't know. I never really tapped to religion. I was not grown up very religious. Um, but the first thing that kind of got me out of one of my darkest times was kind of getting into spirituality. And 
I am still in that into to an extent like angel numbers um mm -hmm. other stuff and yeah i just love like the overall teachings that do come with a right gotcha okay so at a certain point it may be possible to you know which i just honestly say i don't feel like i'm at or if it, it's one of my natural abilities to be able to do such uh, like there may be a way to be able to number these events. I mean, definitely when you um, have an understanding of what they're supposed to be, you could you know predict. So you know everything that's gonna happen. You could you know create your own system to that. But but uh, let's see. As far as like numerology, I am a master number eleven. Like You're what number eleven? Uh, master number eleven, like the eleven, twenty-two, thirty-three. 44 yeah. yeah master numbers so i've got like birthday like three of them are the master number one's a uh number nine Wait, what is a master number though like what does that mean master number okay yeah so whenever there's like a repeating of the two um multiples of 11 basically it's like uh the it's supposed to be like the added significance to that number so it's like one twice and then like i also have like qualities of the two. Oh, like you're assigning them to like your personality like you have these qualities i'm not 100 percent sold yet on it but i'm just saying like it, that's know, interesting i've never heard of that i've never heard of that why do you feel that is it just because like those are the ones you see the most or like there's the you know the meanings and like it just aligns See, I have a feeling it's kind of the same effect as like people were talking about when they, you know, look into astrology where like, I yeah. relate to that sign, I relate to that sign too. I relate to yeah. that, you know, so I, but just um, because of, I mean, it's because I'm a Taurus rising, I, I'm really the Aries, which is like basically the person that's trying to start something. I think it's because of that I relate to the the one because they're supposed to be like visual. So, and that is definitely how I've always felt. Like if uh, if I was Christian, I would have felt like I was like um, excommunicated from God or something. It's me. This is interesting. Like just getting into all of that and learning about it. I mean, I don't know. There's always some greater perspective that you can get from everything every topic and it's good to have an open mind and see like the truth that lies within everything i wanted to talk about the like that myers break thingy again like because i think a lot of people because you keep saying like infp like enfp like but people don't actually know what that means like what do those individuals letters stand for Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was describing like the archetype as a whole when I, but yeah, the letters. Okay. So, like, there's either I or E first, which would be like the introversion or extroversion. And then there's N or S, which would be the, yeah, the those would be the perceiving function. So, the different ways you can take in um, information or process it. And then uh, the other would be, either t or f which would be thinking or feeling 
the fourth letter would be perceiving or judging. And uh, instead of it being like you just having like the four letter type, it's actually more of like first letter tells you. Oh, first um. So it's it's kind of confusing. I've I've been trying to figure out how to like say it in a more like another way but there's really just with the way it works there's only really one way to say it look at the last letter of uh, perceiving or judging and that tells you where the extroversion is going to go first the perceiving function is the second letter it's telling you to take the e and put it right there so it starts with extroverted sensing and then like uh then that would tell you that the introversion it's going to the thinking. So then it's telling you the first two functions are extroverted sensing and then introverted thinking. Uh, so like- Wait, oh, how does that, how does that line up? So like, that's why they're in that order because like it's telling you how you, like it, it affects the other ones. So let's say I'm E and F P or something like, it'd be extroverted um intuitive or extroverted yeah. perceiving yeah so the first one yeah, extroverted intuition yeah and then it would how does that work how does that work like what how would it be what's the difference between like an extroverted intuition and like an introverted intuition thank you for asking the hardest one to explain first <laughs> okay so ex <laughs> okay so extroverted intuition when you um like say the analogy i like to use is like if you're going on a trip um like it's like an expert intuitive is going to be the person that's like go there we could go there we could bring this we could go skis we could fly we could jump we could swim with the sharks we could you know do you know all these different like possibilities you know and then like intuitive is going to be more like okay if we're going to the beach we need beach balls and we need sunscreen and it, there'll be like narrowing down one possibility making sure that one thing's going to end up happening and planning it out mm -hmm. you know interesting um, i didn't realize that literally i've learned about like the myers-briggs stuff but like they never talked about that they never explained that part huh yeah um interesting. yeah and then there will be a there's an order that as well that flips between like introversion introversion and extroversion of which kind of function that happens okay so if you're following you definitely do actually come off as like an any uh type like either enfp or entp i was actually thinking like me yeah oh guess guess what i am guess what i am i was gonna i was thinking probably entp or that's like the first one that i'm like but because um uh like okay the entps are the people that are like super in tune with their feelings to the point of where it looks like they're like um, exploring a bunch of possibilities of their thoughts all the time and people misread that like not realizing that like behind that smartness or like how uh Maybe some things that are said, not saying you have done this at all here, it's just like in your inflection from what if other people that are that type or whatever, um, mm -hmm. like where like if someone has to hear like the hard truth sometimes, 
or whatever and like you know you it, i need to hear the hard truth sometimes i'm saying like people may need to hear the hard truth sometimes so like mm -hmm. so then like they uh it's like an ENTP, like say like Rick and Morty or something like that. Like if Morty, I if, love that show. Yeah. So Rick would be an ENTP. Okay. Um, and Morty did something that he considers stupid or whatever, you know. Then he'd be like, you know, God damn it, Morty, you know, and like, you know, and like, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. it's that kind of thing. But like, so they give the hard truth, the ENTP. Yeah, like ENTPs and ESTPs, they mm -hmm. care the most about like helping people, and like they end up like, uh, you know, because they've already explored their feelings to that depth. Sometimes, like to push people to explore the depth to that same point, they sometimes somebody might need to like have it like you know kind of like thrust upon them. Like I do do that. I do do that. I'm that's not who, that's not what I am, but I do do that. Interesting. Okay, well, oh, you're gonna make me guess what you got on the 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 question there. Well, so you guessed INTP or ENTP. Oh my god. Right? Okay. Somebody guessed it before, like right off the bat. Like I literally talked to them like two times. They just knew. It. I it was really impressive. Trying to guess it off of, like a different parameter, but like. Okay. You, okay. Okay. It's like which ones were you likely to like that you were like um uh, um so ENTPs usually think they're ENFPs because they have the understanding of caring uh might be like selfless oh. might be selfless enough to like you know not see themselves as as smart as they are you probably when you took the you probably got ENFP right I, I was so close to that. I got INFP. Like, but it was like so so slow, so small. Like I it could have been ENFP or INFP, basically. Okay. Either well, or. And I could be wrong to I could, but like I'm getting a strong ENTP vibe, but like if uh INFP and INFP is also really great, like they could be great actors too. Like they can uh, feel their way into a role so they can like kind of take on this yeah. really strongly and if he could be possible from that because for instance like captain jack sparrow mm -hmm. uh, like johnny depp is an infp playing an entp in uh, well you know all this stuff you know all of it look at you <laughs> okay anyways yeah. continue yeah, okay so Speaking of the Enneagram, so the reason that that's the case is because my core fear is being useless and uh, as a type 5, so then that draws me to end up investigating everything super hard. Uh, so, like, interesting. So then that's why I have like mountains and mountains of bedrocks of information. Like, right, yeah, so, you know, and then for the, yeah, the actions. Uh, my core fear would be conflict, so I would be the peacemaker, and then it's got like, um, it which the peacemaker is the person that's like basically smooths over when there's a conflict. Like people fighting, they're like, "Look, guys, I know, you know, you guys are wanting to like bomb each other's country and all that, but like, why don't we just like watch a movie?" 
you know, or like, <laughs> or something, you know, so like, you know, um, so then, you know, like where the top or type one is going to be like, there's the eight, nine and one that are part of the actions. The type one would be the person that, uh, sees like a certain order to everything that should be adhered to and is like trying to be a good person where they can end up being evil because they're like enforcing that everyone if it gets unhealthy or whatever you know and like nine you know it gets unhealthy if we're like too peaceful we don't take any actions you know and then uh eight uh their thing is of not having power so they go over and above to make sure that they have um they'll learn like martial arts and learn a lot about weapons and you know, fighting and all that uh to make sure that they can be in control but ironically when you have that that makes you a target you're more likely to end up being controlled or you know attacked because you've done all that but you it'll be interesting uh but yeah so so the nine and then there's wings so it's like i'm a nine with an eight wing which is kind of like the same wings? what there's so much yeah what? yeah and okay. it's all still about like the same thing like the same like myers thing okay well okay this would be the enneagram but like oh. so that um so it, you know, when you pair those together, you end up getting like the specific uh, body languages. So let me give you an example of like someone that's like a MBTA type and Enneagram. Started looking into it myself. I found out that L from Death Note, even though like it's from an anime, it is really close to mine because he's like the researcher, like you know, the peacekeeper, and then for the emotions the um individualist like he's like a like loner like detective dude that like uh, you know makes his own systems for how to like catch these you know um criminals and stuff like that you know so like uh, except the difference would be his instinctual variance which is another aspect of the enneagram so there's so much that goes yeah. into it there's so much that goes into it that's crazy yeah. like wow that's amazing like i've took the test you know done the thing but i guess i don't i haven't read too much into it but huh i guess you can find out you can figure out a lot about people you i feel like it'd be easy for you to understand people like so you said you did like 14 years of research on like was it like psychological archetype syndromes is that kind of what we've been discussing or is that like yeah, something yeah. completely different it's it's these um and okay, then okay. um <laughs> so and then I've, I've also figured out how to put that into music and i've overlaid Ooh. like learning curve you put it into music how did you put that into music what so what I did is I, <laughs> I took the, um, the scales, like the different, uh, like modes of the major scale, and uh, 
basically I fell way through it because as TP, it's actually the ESFP behind it. So I pick up on a lot through my senses and my feeling. So I can like pretty much instantly, as soon as like a note is played, I get like the vibe to it. So then like, um, like in a very acute level, see things as like they actually are, hear them as they actually are. And like, so I took, you know, since there's 12 different modes, I separated by, you know, which one seems like the most like this sign where it conveys like it's Wait, close. Like to the... the different scale or the different like um, keys or exactly the different keys. Yeah. You're pairing the keys up to the sign. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I get all the connections. Then, yes, and then I plan on making like a band that's got like some like deep like esoteric, you know. Whoa, that's you know, cool. Like a hooded. That's actually cool. Wow. Uh, that's uh, sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. And, like the different songs of this song. Yo, this is for my INFPs out yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. Oh my INFPs, put your hands in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I'd love to see that. That's a great idea. Like you play guitar, right? Like, is that what you play, or do you play anything else? I play guitar. I also sing. My goal. See, I had a guitar. It was stolen. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So. Very good. Yeah. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> it, it, Damn. I don't know why, but it's like it's, I guess it's just because I knew so much that it was going to get stolen. Like where I was taking it, for some reason it didn't really like emotionally hit me. Like, it really would be nice to have that guitar. Uh, Eight hundred dollar guitar. Um, oh my god, it's not good. Oh. I know, but Damn. Yeah. it's okay, it's okay. But like, so I saw you like posting that like on your YouTube, and you post a lot on YouTube, a lot. Like, what made you want to first start playing, um, posting so much on YouTube? So, you know, as I have like these ideas and like realizations, um, you know, because of the you know like, you know, bonding. You know, I look for be able to attach the different experiences that I am having by with these understandings, you know, with uh, you know others. And uh, I, you know, I appreciate when you know I can find like more people that um, benefit and are you know into the like subjects and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, and as it grows, you know, it becomes. You know, there's more and more involved in it. it the aspects of it that can you know help more people with certain aspects mm -hmm. of it, the more I um, learn how to make it more applicable and, and stuff like that applicable I get that I know that's why I love posting um, especially on TikTok like a lot of the people that I've had on the podcast I just met because we are like-minded individuals that both posted content right I think posting content can give you amazing opportunities, give you incredible connections, and if you're not doing it, 
you are doing a disservice to yourself. I definitely think so. Um, but yeah, like, I love that you kept posting so much on YouTube. Like, uh, what was I going to say? I saw you post something. Oh, you posted about, like, there was synflow versus like contraflow i think i saw some video about that like i don't know if you remember that or like what does that mean i was curious okay right so most of the world is operating or at least assumed to be operating on uh synflow which is with those instinctual variants actually um it's the the order like the flow that it's going in. so like uh like if it goes in the order of being like the sexual variant self-preservation variant and the social variant with like in that order or you know like self-preservation and then social or the sexual instinct um you know keeping with them being in that order then that sin flow so it's like um if you have enough resources, then you'll get like popular and then you can bond or whatever is like most of like concept of like, you know, what the world's operating towards or is at least that's what this like is kind of taught or like is kind of like directed okay. towards. Like, what do you mean? Like you need to gain a following, gain popularity. Like what yeah. is that what you're and, saying? And then it's like, after you're popular then you'll find the one or whatever you know it's like it's kind of like you know, so, the kind of, continue the, yeah so then like but there's a whole there's all kinds of different people different methods like different ways that it works like so for me for instance um you know it it's contraflow so it goes it's uh i need to specify too the other people that are on the opposite flow have the same middle variant because that's the one that comes to you naturally you can have like a lot of discourse with them like talk with them insights but as a contra flow you like the viewpoints it goes like in the opposite direction it's like um this if i went from the self-preservation point it's like get a bunch of resources and then you know bond with something you know then become more popular and then like it, it restarts it like and get more resources or whatever but for me it's on like uh yeah it starts with the uh, you know sexual variant so like you know it's you know bond with something super hard and then get popular from that and then obtain the resources <laughs> like, wait so are these like personality types or is that what um, it is yeah, so they're um, survival instincts that people like naturally. Survival instincts, okay. So uh, you think right now humanity is moving towards sinflow? I think um, it. You're taught to go in a sinflow direction, like all, the whole economy, like the way like money works and everything. It like seems to like go. And if you go the opposite direction that it's usually because it's not organized as well, because it can't be because it's not spin flow, um, then it's usually looked down upon or it's like it goes into the, the trenches or whatever. Like, Wait, so it's just like 
So for you think that right now humanity is taught to operate from the sinfo, which is like you need to be liked or how does that relate to like financial as well? So contras like um saying you can already have everything like right now it's like you know you could make a deal with someone you, you could make a deal with someone that's rich or something from the beginning you know, you could bond with um you could bond with like where the resources are or whatever like you know what i mean or like or you could bond with like that uh position in society whatever like be super interested in your craft and like bond with like the you know topics that have to do with that and then um you know game stuff yeah like you could get like the kind of following building the youtube following or whatever like you know you could get super into psychology and then gain more people that are into it and then get like you know the revenue or whatever from oh okay 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 so great let me say so like sinflow is just like no you need money first to get what you want then contra flow is like the money comes as a byproduct of already doing yeah. like what you're wanting to do yeah exactly okay okay yeah see that's a big topic in i mean not many people like have that perspective a lot of people are like okay i need money to do this i need money to get this and i saw this beautiful tiktok of this guy kind of just like bashing that whole concept because this woman like he was doing teaching like a seminar and this woman was like i wanted to she wanted to like start her own business or something she was like well he said what do you need i was like she's like money she's like no what do you need and she said money and he was like no and he's like what do you need and she said money they did that on and on and on until she finally got the point and then said what do you need she's like okay well i need land and then someone else yeah. up in the seminar and i was like hey i just inherited some land you can come and use it right and basically it was just showing you money is just a it's not the what that's what he said it's not what you are wanting it is the means to get what you're wanting basically and um it was a different it was a whole perspective shift right it was just like that's not actually what we're wanting and it's just gonna come with what we're actually wanting you know and yeah that kind of whole perspective shift shifting to that contra flow mentality is i think a lot more truthful and better than the other perspective still it pretty much it does want to it does pretty much fit but like i want to say technically you could be like self-preservation first and be like with contraflow still but like you know it would still be towards the bond um the thing you're bonding with so yeah it would be more in that yeah that perspective interesting like you've been doing your little research like what made you like go down this path like i know you said like you wanted to feel like you were useful figuring something out but like 
I feel like most people don't really want to learn too much. I mean, I learn, like I read, but I've never said like I've been doing like a bunch of years of research on something. So I guess what gave you that passion? What gave you that spark to just go down that rabbit hole? Like, you know, from a selfish point of view, it's like, um, you know, I want to like have all this, you know, sorted out to be able to I like kind of like maximize my potential of like you know. That's not that's not a selfish thing. You keep saying selfish. Okay, that's well, not a selfish thing. It's not. Okay. Everyone should do that. Everyone should do that. Never think self growth is selfish. Never think wanting the best for yourself is selfish. Never think wanting to accomplish and be the best version of you and have the best life and the nicest. Reality is selfish. She deserved that. Why not? Why not have that life? Others have it. Why not you? I, I and you know, thank you. Um, yeah, for the. I guess it's. I'm trained a little bit in my life to look at it that way because, you know, the sort of feeling of like be, being like excommunicated. I guess you know, like, um, like. All the good experiences come from a place of negativity i guess like for me sort of like it's like everything's a fight uh what, and, what yeah. do you mean what do you mean so, so it's like like you know, trying to explain to people <laughs> what what like the cell phone does, which everyone has this ability to know have like the latest technology but i'm saying you know to get the point across with what's happening with me in this regard like um like you know, uh, you know, it's like I have this thing, and then like, you know, everyone's like, you know, witchcraft, <laughs> or like, or like, you know, that thing. That what do you mean? It calls people, you know, bullshit, basically. Like, right. So you're saying like your interests and what you're into, like no one would like understand it or, or believe I, it or. It's a lot of. I've had that experience a lot in my life because I'm usually like researching things that are on the cutting edge or on the, uh, so it's like, you know, which is why I think it's, it would be important for me to gear my things towards like, you know, as esoteric, um, like types, you know, areas, but it's ironic because if you show that that's your plan or whatever, like that, you know, that that's where it fits into, then like more people are like, you know, hey, this is more likely that to be something that like actually or works or whatever. It, it's I don't know. So it's you know, like, yeah. But like, I'm aware that uh, you know it's niche. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, yeah. But that's no reason to. Um, I don't know. What w- I had this amazing quote that I heard. What was it? It was, the truth is usually stranger than fiction. It's very true. The truth is stranger than fiction. What you have to remember and realize is we are on a spinning rock in a galaxy full of planets circling a big bright star in an infinite universe that we know nothing about maybe multiverse right there's maybe 
many parallel versions of this reality going on right now simultaneously world is the world is crazy enough as it is the world is absurd enough as it is what makes you think that why close your mind right right i don't know that's the perspective that i have and who knows who knows what truth is right like a few thousand years ago we used to think the earth was the center of the universe mm-hmm. right and that the sun revolved around us you know <laughs> so uh truth is always changing facts are always changing nothing can be certain so question everything yeah there is truth in everything yeah. you can understand the perspective and truth and everything right i i i like that i like that and hmm. that's why i kind of do this right because i like giving different perspectives because it all just is a perspective and you can find truth in each thing you know maybe if it's religion you can find truth in the maybe analogy that is giving or you can figure out what's a deeper message of what this is and you have to just be welcoming to all different views because i don't know you never know there is truth in it all that is beautiful and that that's why it always ends up being a challenger because i'm always trying to like everyone see how like everyone else is right when they're fighting like you know like you know so it's then it's always the situation where i'll be the type not the referee of like you know this person's right and this person's right but they're mad at each other of course they're not going to want to see these i know that's it like no continue continue i'll tell you in a second okay yeah so but every time there's a it's either this way or that way it's both much yeah yeah and i feel like some people most people understand that to an extent but you still have debates you still have the fights mm-hmm. like you have the republicans you got the democrats but there's truth in both and you know mm-hmm. imagine if that more people understood that perspective imagine how different the world would be right um what was i gonna say but yeah that's why i was in debate i was in a debate club which is great but a man i love this quote it's um i talked about it in my last podcast (laughs) but is this a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still it's just like all of this debating isn't doing anything just see the truth in everything and kind of formulate um i don't know your own ideas that's kind of why i because if you don't do that you're gonna close yourself off to so much of the world and so much valuable information out there you know just you'll always have the same perspective always have the same point of view instead of evolving when you have an open mind yeah, and there's so many places where the limitations still happen. Even like Buddhists, like people talk about, like you know, Buddhists 
they do they are super helpful on a lot of fronts but they still have like a rigid um like uh you know kind of viewpoint of you know we have to visit at this time this like this temple and like have these customs and you know follow like you know this specific order and you know this kind of thing. like sort of like the idea of when you go to church like those but ha, ha, they still want you to do that when you leave but it's kind of more like what actually happens like you follow those rules when you go to that building that's like i wish there was just a like a like just just building of learning like maybe towards um going super deep into one specific philosophy because i mean you know there's like libraries right um and there's schools but like you know is there a, a really like a place where it's really got that like open perspective towards like you know going to gather and learning like you know anything together because even if it's like scientific it's like you've got to learn like this rigid like these scientific facts or something like this or whatever and you could say college but then it's got that connotation of like you know, it's got that like instinctual variant issue with it where it's like geared towards we're just going to learn enough to be able to make money like with the thing that we're going here to learn pretty much like they're just like a place of just. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, that's what I want to help you know foster create, you know, is like situations, you know, places where it's just all about like growing and you know learning you know i like that because there's always like uh over agenda right like you're in school you're not here to learn you're here to get to the next grade you're here to pass the test you're not here to learn you're here to go to college you're here to get a degree you're here to make Bunny, it's not just, okay, you're here to learn. And you could say maybe church or stuff, but, you know, it's kind of, I mean, it has that whole religion thing and, you know, that. But maybe just, like, um, a place of learning about different philosophies, like you said. Just kind of getting different worldviews, different perspectives, and... Um, you know, maybe it's about self-development or learning about yourself and just the world with no agenda, no grade, no reason for it, no label or certificate that you're going to get after it. And, you know, that's beautiful, having a community to do that. I really like that idea. And we used to do that back in the day. I mean, I'm sure we used to do that. And there's probably still places maybe in other countries but like i feel at least right now our version of that is like what we're doing right now you know turning on a podcast reading a book um stuff like that but it was nice to have that like community setting of no other agenda but just here to yeah learn. yeah no i was saying you know like places like here too yeah like that's i really love you know what you're doing here and you know i really you know want to help contribute to um people that are just about like the furthering of our development learning and understanding exactly and that's what we're here and that's what the beauty of like technology right that's the beauty of this that we're able to create these beautiful communities that have 
that are like-minded and you know all share that same vision or wanting the same thing and just to learn and grow themselves you know and I think we need more of that and that's probably why I like learning so much online or just myself just because of that there isn't a other agenda it's just for myself you know beautiful okay the one thing that i didn't want to talk to you about like i remember i joined like a world and we got chat with you and you were like trying to explain like quantum physics or something to this girl like can you mm -hmm. explain kind of what that is or like what you guys were talking about or just because i just love that topic so can you talk more about that yeah i sure can yeah, okay so you sure can. yeah okay so um so on um let's say the aquarius aspect or like the the day 11 of that system so we okay one of the core tenets of um quantum mechanics is that every um rule or law breaks down when you analyze it from you know the quantum level it's a small enough level it basically just means small so like um or like really small or whatever but like so when um really what it's saying there is it's talking about the uh eighth house aspect of the aquarius rising chart basically of there's always going to be a virgo a detail an issue um there's always going to be like a chink in the armor to literally any rule and this goes for like gravity even like our main like laws of physics there's always a way around everything so you can't really rely on um gravity really it, to a certain extent uh so with that pattern that i overlaid with the charts um so when you make it to certain days when you make it to like day four which most people are on day three or four so I want to explain that. Day three or four, what does that mean? I want to explain that a bit first. Okay, so day one would be when you're learning about yourself. And then it's like kind of stereotypically when you get to like 16, like you think you know everything. The end of day one is like when you start to take that outside advice and realize that like other people have lives too. And it's not like just you whatever and uh then you go into day two and they're kind of like um kind of like the idea of like an ego death but like you know that has that connotation of like taking like a psychedelic or something like that to because that because the what it opens up for you with experiencing that is that you know is a a perspective <laughs> Uh, like when you move from like you know one day to the next you you go to like you know day two um and then okay so then the end of day two would be when you get done like relating things to other people or like you start paying attention to what will as like your life or um, what you should be doing and then day three the problem is are kind of like 
you know, you can kind of like time travel between them, sort of. Um, so these days, like, what are they representing? Like, what is this like related to? Like the days, this is like a mess. Astrology thing or like the levels of like evolution, like. Um, so I believe it originally came from Egyptian metonature, but it's like the idea of like it. It's you know relating some concepts from like Egyptian, like Sumerian texts and stuff like that. It's like. Mm. Um, you know, say if you took like your sun sign from astrology, and like you were looking at those like different situations you were in. You know, when you make it to the end, it would be after you already understand as that starting point of the life path you're on. Look at all the different areas of your life, and like manage them, and be able to choose to go into one instead of like it being forced on you. Uh, which mm. it would be when you like complete a day uh, you know and until you uh learn how to like uh, that lesson or you learn the lesson of that like area that you're on you're kind of like stuck in that house oh okay I, that makes sense so you're just like until you overcome this until you learn this until you transcend you are stuck in this place yeah, okay, yeah, so then, yeah, there's a different areas of life, too, so there's, like, how you come off at first, which would be the first house, the second house would be your values, the third house is your communication, this is your comfort zone, fifth house is your entertainment, expression, sixth house is your routine, your work, co-workers, stuff like that, your uh, seventh house is your relationships, others, things that aren't you. There's sudden issues that come up, uh, or like taxes, death, basically um, things that are in the dark waiting to get you. And then, uh, and then like the ninth house is like higher learning, wisdom teachers, uh, stuff like that. Your learning style. Tenth house is like your status, um, like get graded on, basically in the world, and then like. Eleventh house is your income, gains, friends, network circles. Wow, there's a lot. Wow, there's a lot too. Yeah, yeah. This is, and then the twelfth house is the last one, which is you know your higher self, like your actual, actual self that's trying to get through, trying to come out, like, like what you know, trying to that you're trying to bring out through these situations that you're being like forced to be, basically. So like. Completing a day is when you can figure out how to, you know, go through all those different areas seamless, seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool learning about, like, all of those different levels and just what would it would be like. It's a beautiful, like, kind of structure to kind of understand, like, where you're at and kind of have a target for where you're going. It's interesting learning about those different beliefs and philosophies and concepts yes i really appreciate you sharing your perspective i think this is a good place to kind of wrap things up thank you thank you for having me um yeah opportunity of course
Yes, of course. So if you'd like to support me and the podcast, like I said, the Patreon will be in the description and all that good stuff. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you soon. That is the new perspective. That is the new perspective. Thank you.